Hello and welcome to Off The Shelf, the voice of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. This is episode 41, we are recording live on December the 5th, 2015. I'm Jason and joining me tonight... Is Bill! <laughs> there we go. Audio blowout. Not anymore, you ha- you've upgraded your equipment, you've got a much better microphone with you this week, it didn't blow Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you very much. I've just signed a sponsorship deal, as I believe you have too, Mr. Murray. Uh, long ago, long ago. Yes, yes. Um, this podcast brought to you by Yeti. Yes. Well, actually, Blue. Blue Yeti. Yeti. <laughs> Sorry, I've it's, just lost a deal. <laughs> oh, crap. It's, uh, it's actually really confusing. So, yeah, we are both using uh, Blue Yetis. Um, mm. There is actually no sponsorship money involved. We've just gone out and paid for very expensive microphones. Absolutely. Um, but as and don't we sound sexy? Oh, yeah, we sound good. We sound good, don't we? Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. So anyway, um, it is just the two of us this week. You and I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, everyone is quite, everyone's quite busy. We've actually had a lot of trouble scheduling everyone for the podcast this week. And mm. so um, we've decided it's Saturday night. Um, we're both being boring, sitting at home <laughs> drinking. Um Guess who doesn't have a social life? That would be me. Actually, <laughs> no, so I, I, I have a social life. I just, I've gotten to this weekend and I've just gone, oh my God, my social life has been way too much and I yeah, need to uh, sit at home and not do much. Uh, I can honestly say like my social life is non-existent. Well, so, uh, so this is normally the, pod, the part of the podcast where I would ask what you've been up to this week. Mm-hmm. Do, work, you ha- work, do you have work, anything work. that you'd like to tell us about? Work, 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 work. Work, more work. work. It's Christmas. This is the silly season. Yeah, no, the silly season does generally lead mm. to crazy, yeah. crazy hours. I had a bit of fun today. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just want to point out uh, and say hi uh, to TCCA member Will Mottram, uh, who is a mate of mine. He's also he's also been on the podcast a couple of times as well. Um, Usually, usually sitting upstairs using my laptop while I yeah. while I use the computer downstairs, just yeah. so we have some audio isolation. Mm. Um, I spent today in Parramatta at uh, Meyer in the Westfield uh, in their Westfield. I was going to say shopping town, but no one calls them shopping town anymore. Shopping town? Yeah, you never called it. You've never called Westfield centres shopping towns here. No, really. Mexican okay, thing. this is probably a Melbourne thing because I grew up in Melbourne. Mexican. Sorry. Um, anyway, I spent today walking around in Westfield and Parramatta dressed as Optimus Prime. <laughs> and you actually look pretty good, hey? <laughs> I, I think it was pretty good. Um, I actually have had the costume for quite a while. I got mm. it a couple of years ago for a work Christmas party. Um, and it has actually just been sitting, it's been sitting in a bag in the cupboard ever since. Because <laughs> like, when do you have, when do you have pause or, when do you have pause, when do you have pause to, Whatever. When do you actually have a reason to use an Optimus Prime costume? Do you need one? Sort of. Shame on you. No, so I, I actually sort of do because I got to say, it's so it's a, the costume. I think I bought I bought it from an online costume shop a couple of years ago. Um, I saw it in the list, and we, I was looking for a television related costume at the time. And I was like, yes, that's yes. totally me. Um, it's an, the costume's okay. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it looks pretty good all put together, but I think I, I need to make a few adjustments to it just to make it sit a little bit better on me. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, fantastic. Quite it. I, so I basically spent today. I, I've I've spent today trying to trying to get in touch with people through the language of mime, because <laughs> the problem with the costume is that it's got these 
four pieces of plastic that hit, that fit around your head and your face, and yeah. you really can't move your mouth in it. Wow, okay. There's no ventilation in it, so you just start uh, sweating. Uh, and it's really not built for it's really not built for people with large heads like me. Yeah. Um, so basically, the the plastic where they've cut the hole in the plastic for the eyes, uh-huh. those are those. Those are pressed right up against, right oh, up against your uh, your face, your, cheek, your cheekbones. Yeah, like uh, underneath well, your eye sockets. Yeah, there. underneath your eye and above, like it's, oh. it's pressed right onto your eyebrow. And so, um, <laughs> did you have like the mad two little marks? Yeah, yeah, I had marks these. I had really <laughs> these really deep marks, and because it was a fairly warm day in Sydney today, yeah. I also had like just sweat pouring yeah. down inside the mask. Yeah. Um, but for, but then I realized no one could actually see that. So I was like, yeah. well, that's okay. I can, I can internalize that problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bigger thing for me was, um, trying to engage with people when I couldn't speak and I also couldn't hear. And yeah. so the only thing I could really do, uh, uh-huh. was, uh, just mime to people. And so <laughs> I would find families walking past with kids mm. and I'd just be, I'd just be like a, the crazy man just waving to them. Waving to them. Yeah. And it was, yeah, but- it, it was interesting to see the, the point at which the kids are too old to respond to. <coughs> Optimus Prime. Excuse me. Too old to respond to a crazy man waving at them. Do you know the crazy, the, speaking of crazy things, the crazy uh. thing is that I got photos taken of me with people, but I would say, by and large, the majority of them were like kids under five. Right. Which uh. I actually would have expected, given that it is a G1 Optimus Prime costume, I would have actually expected yeah. it to be a lot of older people. Um, someone from the Vodafone stores and people from the local Just Cuts store, like they're all sort of heading to work and they're like, oh my God, this is happening. And so they've got a yeah. few photos taken with us. Mm. Um, but yeah, so by the time the podcast hits, PopCon will have been, been and gone. So there's not, mm-hmm. there's not really that much point talking about it yet. Yeah, um, yeah. I would like to get Will on to talk about it soon mm. because it is actually going to be a week, a weekly, <laughs> not a weekly. It's going to be, it's going to be a monthly thing. It's oh, not, very good. It's not necessarily always going to be the first, first weekend of the month. Uh huh. Um, cause like that would be kind of suicidal in January, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to get Will on to talk about it, um, and we'll see. Fantastic. We'll see how they go. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be the same venue every month, but uh, oh, this, yeah, this month is at the, uh, the the Parramatta PCYC. PCYC, that's right. Yeah, and I suspect it'll be the same place for a while. We'll see. Mm. Have mm. to see what the turnout's like. So, um, it, it being Saturday night as we record this, I'm going to head down there uh, tomorrow, being Sunday, and uh, yeah, see how they go. Fantastic. Anyway. Um, now that now that we're like ten minutes into the podcast, yeah. uh, so we we should uh, do a little bit of admin work. So, off the shelf is the I podcast so. for Transformers Collectors Club Australia. Uh, the TCCA website is transformerscca.com, and it's there that you'll find links to the Facebook group, the YouTube channel, Twitter page, and of course the podcast, which you are listening to now. The podcast is also on iTunes. So uh, if you are if you're listening and you like us, please head over there and give us a review. The link is on the website and in the show notes. And uh, the podcast also hits YouTube in video form. So um, you can see the items that we talk about on the show. And I'm... Um, I do do apologize in advance if uh, you are currently watching this on YouTube and you've been subjected to photographs of me dressed as Optimus Prime. (laughs) That's all the photos. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. (laughs) Uh, The link to the YouTube channel, if you're not already on it, is uh, on the TCCA site and in the show notes. 
I like that we actually have a site for TCCA now because now instead of uh, instead of constantly referring to the show notes, we can just say things are on the site. On the site? Yeah. That's very good. We're moving up in the world, man. We are. We, we are. Um, it's only taken us, what, 41 episodes, but we're getting there. Yeah, this is true, but that's okay. Um, so look, uh, let's move on to community news. If yeah. you are an Australian listener, you can become a paid and proud member of the club for just $5. Send a private message to Brad Ostron Prime in the Facebook group. Um, our fearless leader is not here tonight because no. he's attending the Christmas party at Pleasant Surprises in uh, mm-hmm. Eltham in Victoria. Mel- Melbourne. Mel- Melbourne. He's Melbourne. In, he's in Melbourne. He's with all the Melbournians. Melbournians. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's those Melburnians. Yeah, like totally do. Like at Pleasant Surprises. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's enough plugging for Pleasant Surprises, I think. <laughs> we'll see how it goes later. If we don't get a chick in a week, I tell you. I know, right? Yeah. <sighs> uh, okay, so anyway, send Brad a message or send him a message on the TCCA website to get your membership underway. Yeah, just, um, just spam the crap out of him. Just send him messages regardless. <laughs> send, him, send him a message by any way possible. Doesn't matter. Including just smoke g'day. signals. Yeah, um, yeah. mail. Yeah. yeah. Just send him uh, messages. So the membership fees do go to the purchase of raffle prizes, participation at conventions like Supernova <clears throat> and maybe PopCon in the future, mm-hmm. and more. Um, and this is normally the point at which I would hand over to Brad, but uh, he's... I'll do here. it. Go, I'll go, go, go. Yep. Brad, can but, you give us a member count update, please? Thanks, Jason. This week, Brad and Powered... Oh, God, I even cocked it up like him. Paid and Powered... <laughs> <laughs> Paid and proud member count. We are sitting at 165, and our social member count is at a healthy 1,468. Back to you, Jason. Thank you, and thank you for that live cross to the uh, the tally counting room. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm normally the one that does that, so that's good. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, just on on the member membership fees, raffle prizes, things like that, we actually do have uh, the Christmas giveaway. It's currently live. Uh, I believe there's one more week to go. By the time the podcast gets out, there'll be a few more days to go at least. Yeah. If you're not in this, uh, you can get into it by sending a $5 donation Brad's way uh, for one ticket in the giveaway. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of information floating around on the group about this. I think Brad said the other day that there's a little under 300 tickets sold. So... Mm -hmm. Given that, and given that we know the pri- so so the prizes, there's mm-hmm. a prize that is DX09 Tyrant and Carry together. Yeah. That's one prize. Wow. MP29 Shockwave is another prize. MP28 Hot Rods is another. Mm-hmm. Tracks. Tracks is another. Goldbug. And uh, the reissue Skylinks. Yep. And the Covenant of Primus. They're they're Great also read. tickets. And if we get to 400 tickets, then Brad's putting the G1 reissue Fort Max on the table as well. Wow. Now. Given given that we're at three hundred tickets, if you haven't actually we're not actually at three hundred tickets yet, if you were to go out and buy a few tickets, there's actually I would say you stand a pretty good chance of you know getting one of these prizes. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, just look at the prizes: yeah. Coldbug, tracks, hot rod, skylinks, shockwave, tyrant, and carry. Put them both. Put those guys both together. It's it's a yeah. It's amazing it's value. Five bucks. Hmm. Seriously, um, there are also smaller, smaller prizes that uh, I think you know we, we we would call these lucky door prizes um, mm, that mm. you get just for entering. Um, 
they will I guess we'll get more information about those sort of as we mm. get to the as we get yeah. to the prize draw. But there's Combined Wars Legends and Robots in Disguise Deluxe figures there. Yeah. And I think uh, Brad said that someone had donated a couple of extra figures for the Lucky Door prizes today as well. Awesome. See? Awesome. Yeah, that's pretty, oh, not not today, this week. No, this week. Yeah. Let's um let's talk a little bit about YouTube. Kai McFly has uh, two reviews this week. He's been busy. Firstly, mm. he reviewed X-Transbots' Andrus, which is a uh, mm-hmm. masterpiece-style Scourge. It's also mm. it's their second figure. It's their follow-up to Apollyon. Um, yeah. yeah. Apollyon kind of created a frenzy. Scourge, I kind of feel, hasn't really created a frenzy. It's just sort of people, people are just sort of like, yeah, he's released. He's a very, he's a very kind of, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Not polarizing, but I, I think it's you know, divisive. Yeah, some people are like, you know, oh my god, it's the best thing since sliced bread, and other people are like, eh, I just want to yeah. point out, he has a poo emoji in his chest. He does, he does, and I just really, really, really want someone to put that on DX9 Carrie's chest and have him hover over it <laughs> and take a photo. Someone, please do that. <laughs> so. The second, the second review from Kai this week is Takara's mm-hmm. MP11 Thundercracker, uh, the mm. masterpiece Thundercracker. Now, that one. Have you got yourself one of those today. yet? I do actually. Well, I I don't yet. No, um, mm. I do, but I don't. Oh, how so? So, when this was first announced as a, a Takara Tommy Mall exclusive. Right. Which it never ended up being an exclusive to the <laughs> It never anymore, is, man. Yeah. No, it never is. We, like, we've learned <laughs> yeah. this now. Um, yeah. So when this was first announced as an exclusive, um, there was a there was a quote on the site saying that they haven't decided about uh, a, a subsequent non Takara Tomi Mall release, right. which is not entirely true, but that's mm. fine. Uh, some of the Australian retailers were trying to get stock, uh, trying to get guaranteed stock of this guy, and yep. it didn't happen until sort of a week or a week or two later, I think. Mm-hmm. So. On the day, we know that Takara Tomi Mall sold out within about three hours of their... Yeah, that's right. I think they had 20,000 or was it 2,000? 2,000. 2,000 figures allotted. Now, I know... So, mm. I'm fortunate enough to work in a workplace where there are people who li- who uh, speak other languages. So, uh, <laughs> a friend of mine who could speak Japanese yeah. helped me out by signing me up for a website uh, called Tenso.com, which is a freight yeah. forwarder from Japan. It's yeah. sort of the same way that you use um, Com Gateway if you want to get yeah. things from the US. Yeah. Um, and then she also helped me decipher exactly what the hell was going on in the Takara Tomi Mall order <laughs> process, Yeah. which yeah. you would think would be easy, but... As it turns out, Japanese addresses are really difficult. Oh, absolutely. Have, like, have you actually, like, I know you order from I've, I've, had ex- I've, I've had experiences with Japanese addresses and some of them are just like, <laughs> it, can I say what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, you can, you can. Um, yeah, I mean, it makes, it obviously makes sense, but like, because we are so used to, you know, like, you know, street Jason and Bill, postcode. you know, like, you know, one Smith Street. Yeah. TCCA town, you know, like, but then they've got their prefectures, I think, and all the rest of it. And you know, you know, you yeah. know, the crazy thing is, what's that? She had to put my name in in Japanese. Yeah, I have <laughs> no way. I, I had no, no. So this is the thing. The crazy thing is that she put my name in in Japanese. And yeah. Anytime, anytime I take this and translate it back to English, um, the name comes out as, and I shit you not, like Jason Murray. 
<laughs> I, I've got. I have no idea how this works. I don't like. Clearly, I don't know how Japanese works because I can't speak it. Yeah. So, long story short, um, it's not that short. Uh, <laughs> Long story short, um, I managed to get managed to get an MP11 Thundercracker or two from Takara Tomi Moore. Um, though I believe one of those is yours, actually. Um, oh. <laughs> well, thank you, good sir. I'm yeah. blushing. <laughs> oh. uh, so yeah, so those are winging their way to us from Takara. Uh, mm-hmm. However, what that also means is that we don't get the coin. Uh, I think coins are overrated, man. How do you feel about them? I want the like- coin. You want the coin? I want the coin. Uh, hmm. Anyway, um, so yeah. so I believe premium collect premium collectibles they manage to get stock that has the coin. Mm-hmm. Uh, those come from Hasbro Asia. So there's been a lot of talk. There's been there's been a lot of talk in the last couple of weeks because um, MP11 Ramjet is yeah. now up for order as well, and yeah. people are saying uh, because they've missed out on the the premium collectibles pre-order people are saying no don't worry it'll go on wide wide release asia wide that was the asia wide release <laughs> so, so oh, it'll pop up again eventually it, like it's just see it's gonna it's gonna go the the same way as the uh, mp11 um skywarp yeah like it's gonna be a rare figure and they're gonna command a price premium which is exactly the same thing that happened to the ikea seekers isn't it mm. um, but the thing yeah. is look i mean hasbro yet to release their version so no, now they've got no, the no, mode happening no, 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 no as in hasbro us sorry like you know the oh, yeah but but that, that's gonna take fucking ages so but that's ha- what i mean i would i would rather wait a year than pay out of the ass for a seeker but hasbro already released um the mp11 molders thundercracker no, no, no. As as the new release, like in the new system, you know how they've got the from Soundwave goes all the way through their new numbering system. Oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now that they've got access to these new molds, like you will get it. But uh, oh, maybe yeah, that's just yeah. me. Mate, I, so I wonder if they're going to release like one seeker a year, along with. I mean, Hasbro's fairly far behind Takara on their. Oh yeah, absolutely. Releases. Like absolutely. It's something I think Takara tripled there. What are they up to? Number thirty with Shockwave, aren't they? Uh, Shockwave is twenty nine. Uh, is thirty? Ratchet is is 30. thirty Ratchet? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Ratchet is thirty. But yeah, you know, and what's Hasbro done? I think they're up to seven or eight with their new release. Yeah, and then throw in the I old Walmart ones, and yeah, so that that probably be ten, twelve figures. You know, the, the yeah. various MPs. Yeah, so they're so far behind. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um, we've come up to the YouTube review section to uh, talk a little bit about. Um, ordering from japan so um yeah if you are if you are planning on ordering something from a japanese site that doesn't ship to australia you can get uh, tenso there are other freight forwarders as well absolutely um, but yeah tenso seems to be to, seems to have been fairly pain-free for me mm. um so yeah well uh, hopefully the end result is good hopefully i'm i am hoping quietly that this turns up on monday possibly tuesday mm. uh so if that's the case, maybe we might we might be able to uh, catch up and hang out next week because I think I believe you have a couple of figures for me too. Yeah, um, slipstreams one jet. Uh, oh, a bit of segue into the oh, new. Oh yeah. Look, okay. Let's 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 go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's talk a little and bit the other about jet fire. Was jet fire fire? Yeah.
Uh, so the 2014 Leader Class Jetfire has turned up in the reject shop of all places mm-hmm. at the uh, rock bottom price of $20. What a bargain. It, that, that is one hell of a bargain. It's caused a bit of a rush on the stores Australia-wide, and it's caused a little bit of consternation on the group this week as member after member after member after member posted <laughs> that they'd managed to find the figure at their local store, and some some also weren't that impressed with the figure. And right. some people I also, also found this hilarious later on is that uh, as we sort of got later in the week, people continued to post that they'd found Jetfire for $20. Yeah. And people who don't check the group every day were commenting going, where is it? Where did you find this for $20? And I, I think half of them were trolling and half, yeah, of them, yeah. half of them just genuinely didn't know. Oh, I mean, I can only imagine what that would have looked like, just the feed of jet fires. <laughs> I know. I, 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 did, uh, I did make the joke during, during the week that uh, the reject shop should actually now be the number one VIP on the group because <laughs> they seem to have many satisfied customers this week. Absolutely. They're good like that, but aren't they? Like, you know, towards the end of a run or they find some old stock, you know, some warehouse stock somewhere or they strike up a deal. And So we, we, we talked about this, I think, last time, last time I saw you, which was a couple of months ago. I think yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We talked about Penrith, this wasn't it? We're in Penrith, I think. Yeah, I think we ended up in Parramatta as well, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We did the rounds. Because um, we, we had heard that the reject shop had been selling imported, unsold stock from overseas. Mm. Now, whether that's actually the States or not, um, mm. there's like, it's, not like, it's not like this figure has disappeared from Australian shelves. No, because uh, Toys R Us still has them, I believe. Yep, they still have them, and they're still priced at seventy dollars. So, <laughs> they're still, they're still, that's about, that's actually kind of about the standard Toys R Us price for things now. It's like if something is twenty bucks, it'll be seventy at Toys R Us. <laughs> well, I mean that's the standard. What was what was Target selling their leader class Megatrons for ninety bucks? Yeah, I believe ninety is actually the oh, RIP for combined yeah. wars leader class. Yes. Um, I think ninety was actually the the RIP for Jetfire, but I think seventy is what it settled at. Yeah. Um, I think I think when I got mine, I think because uh, Will got mine, and I think it was mm. sixty at the time. I got think I think I got mine through Amazon for about fifty bucks delivered. This is months ago though. And I, when I was up in Singapore earlier in the year, they were going for thirty five dollars. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think I got Brad one then at that point too. So yeah. So I, I do have a Jetfire. Um, mm. you've got a, you've got a second one for me and mm. I'm thinking of painting this one and trying my hand at customizing stuff. Give it a go. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I may try something. I was going to say, I might try something a little cheaper, but what the hell? It's 20 bucks. That's oh, 20 bucks. <laughs> what is it? Three, you know, what, what 20 bucks pack of smokes. You know, um, apparently a pack of smokes is actually about a thousand dollars now. Well, oh, yeah. Or $12, $12 US. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, look, anyway, look, the Reject Shop is not a shop you would normally expect to see Transformers in, but this has actually no. been changing this year because they've, uh, they've got a lot of Age of Extinction figures in because they didn't sell. But they also, <laughs> got, um, they also got the 30th anniversary figures as well, those little, um, those little tiny ones. That oh, the little, the little, the little inch, inch ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, um, they were, uh, they've been around for a while, actually. I think even Game Traders or EB Games had them. Yeah, I think oh, so. Their, their name escapes me now. There was like, you know, I know you know the ones that we're talking about. They're the little, little plastic blobby type ones. Yeah, uh, um, they came in packs of three. Yeah, mm. yeah. Some some of them are in packs of three. Other, others are mm. just in individual packs. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've also got Jurassic World figures in the region <laughs> shop as well. So like, 
I think they've also got Star Wars Black. Uh, they do. They have the uh, six inch black. Yeah. So like Paul's series <laughs> figures for <laughs> for twenty for twenty bucks. So obviously someone in the reject shop head office has struck up a very good working relationship with someone at Hasbro Australia. Well, it and must be Hasbro because they're all Hasbro properties. Yeah, aren't they? they're all Hasbro properties. So good on him. So, is the reject shop becoming something we need to actually keep an eye on and actually visit when we pass through a centre now? Because I, like- I I do once a week, Jason. What I, I actually like, I, I work in a centre where there's a reject shop down the road. Hmm. So once a week, I'll toddle on down during lunch and have a peek, and you'd be surprised what you find there. You know, they've actually got deals with Mattel too. They're selling the Hot Wheels licensed cars, like the Star Treks and the Supermans and the Star Wars bits and pieces like that. Yeah, actually, I, I got some I got some Hot Wheels cars from there a little while ago as well. Yeah, yeah, but not the not the little average ones you can find at like Big W and Target. You know the big ones that are on the the, the thicker card, the the really good looking ones. Yeah, they sell for about three to six dollars. Yeah, so yeah, good it's, on them. It's pretty good, isn't it? I like it. Yeah, and like there was I think when we we're in Penrith, it was Age of Extinction, wasn't it? Or yeah, they, it, they just started getting Age of Extinction characters, and I think Age of Extinction is still going. Like I think yeah. They've got a whole bunch of new Age of Extinction figures now as well. And I think last year it was Dark of the Moon, or was it the year before when they had them for sale for 10 bucks too? Uh, actually, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah, they had that last year, or the last movie at the tail end when all the stores were putting their stuff on clearance. Reject Shop got theirs in along the same time, I think. Remember when Big W had their Prime and uh, Dark of the Moon figures for sale for 10 bucks? Yeah. Yeah, around that time. So they both have obviously scored some stock from somewhere. But it's no different. It's no different to Toy Mate selling Whirl and Rhinox for twenty bucks. Well, yeah, and that that's a deal that's going on at some Toy Mate stores at the moment. Um, yeah. So, uh, I think Will had a Will had a speculation on on this a while ago, which was that uh, uh, places like I think Toy World and Toy Mate both both um, end up with cheap figures. Yeah. He say, he reckons that they seem to they see new figures coming out and they stock up big on them, mm. and then they don't sell them and then they stick them in a warehouse for an, for a year and then they bring them back back dirt cheap. But I mean, these guys still have to be selling these things at a price where they're making money on them. Yeah, which that's puts right. their buy price somewhere below twenty bucks. But um, you know, if, if they if they can get those get rid of that stock and you know make a dollar or two on it, then yeah. you know, so be it. So the only the only thing I would ask about that is like i mean they've got no objection selling the combiner wars figures at full retail price when they come up you know what i mean mm. so to to put the stock away look maybe they do you know maybe hasbro i mean look, you gotta think jason it's not like one shop like toy mates are around the country so these guys would have to get pallets and pallets of the stuff so they, they would have to yeah yeah so where's that stuff coming from you know do they have an overseas supplier that as soon as it gets announced they get them on the cheap. Who knows how it exactly all works? But if you, if you know how the if you know how the toy retailing market works, please mm. please drop us a line at the DCC website. We would love to know because uh, like we've spent forty one episodes speculating on it. It would yeah. be nice to have some facts. That's right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Speaking of new toys, Warrior Class Wave Six. Uh, for Robots in Disguise. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Why not? Fair, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I suppose we better go through it. Yeah, all right. Let's go through it. Um, so, uh, <laughs> TFW 2005 pointed out this week that uh, 
The so wave six is actually just two figures. Um, it's Thunderhoof and Quillfire for uh, warrior mm-hmm. class figures for um, uh, for RID, and there's also a there's also a uh, repaint of Drift. So wow. um, yeah, fair enough. I quite like Thunderhoof. I've got the TAV version, mm-hmm. the little yeah. the little one step size one. But yeah. these these look good. Quillfire. Which one was Quillfire? I haven't been following the show forever. I well, so this is actually my question. Do you still do you still follow the show? Because no, I just haven't I had don't. the time. I just really I've watched the first season. Like I'll, I'll just be honest, and I like downloaded it. Um, so, and I just how how far through the first season are you? I've watched all the first season. I know the name Quillfire sounds very familiar. Okay. Or is that the next one? Uh, maybe it's next. I don't know. Um. um Wow, sorry to all the RID fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so tell me, because from looking at looking at the figures that have been coming out, like it looks like yeah. they're heading more towards traditional Transformers territories with uh, like Decepticons with vehicle modes turning up. Like I know mm. this. So t- tell me, because I don't know this. I don't know this. What is Megatronus in um, RID? He's he's oh. like he's supposed to be like an ancient, super powerful Decepticon, isn't he? I guess so. I haven't. He was. He wasn't in any of the episodes I watched. So. Are you sure you finished the first season? Because I heard he end, turns up at the end of the first season. I think I was. Was there thirteen episodes? No, I think I it's like have... twenty-five or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> first season, my ass. Well, first season, like there was. I don't know. You know what I mean? Seasons only go for like thirteen episodes or so, don't no, they? For, tra- for Transformers cartoons, they're often like twenty or so. I don't know. That's that's how long it's been since I've actually watched an episode. So I think I'm at thirteen or fifteen somewhere. Okay, but... so season season one, mm. had season 20, one, 20, episode twenty five, twenty six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, just keep keep talking. I'm going to see if we can make a trainers. Yeah, uh, that's all right. That's okay. Let's not worry about that. Too yeah. Much. Um, although, yeah. Ooh, hello. There's a there's a Wikipedia article here. Mm-hmm. That mentions okay, so Robots in Disguise does mention the thirteen. Okay. okay oh, so, so they're playing on that again. Yeah. So oh, so they. so Megatron Megatronus is uh, one of the original primes of Cybertron, who turned his back on the others and later became the first Decepticon. So wow, where Ro- have we heard that before? Robots in Disguise is uh, kind of trampling on uh, Transformers lore, but <laughs> <laughs> that's an original concept. Yes. Yeah. You know. It, I guess every series and um, or you know set of series needs to work out their own. Um, <laughs> work yeah, out but thing. come so on! My, like, my, does he have a, does he have a girlfriend that he kills too? Like, uh, come on! My my favorite part of the uh, the write up for Megatronus on Wikipedia it says mm. he is of no relation to Megatron, despite <laughs> his name being used as Megatron's former name before yeah. the war for Cybertron. Mm-hmm. Great. Thanks, guys. Yeah. It's clear as mud. So, yeah. Yeah, so, 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 Megatronus appears to turn into a tank, um, mm. and so he appears to have escaped his imprisonment and turned up on Earth. So now there's a super powerful Decepticon uh, in Robots in Disguise. Thanks, guys. Really yeah, but we all know Prime's just going to come back and kill him. When yeah, and everyone's going to be home in time for Cornflakes. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Cornflakes. Mm. Cornflakes sounds good. Yeah. Total Recall reference there. Totally didn't get it. Yeah. Um, so, it- so, well, for Robots in Disguise, is like the reemergence of like more powerful Decepticons with vehicle modes a welcome change? Like, does it make you a little bit more excited about the series? 
I quite actually like the Decepticons animals, to be honest. I kind of don't. I don't at all. I do. Like, I, it's, it's something unique. Like, you know, it beats the old days where there were planes and tanks and guns. and. I it gets, just like... Uh, it, gets, it gets a bit of a meh from me. Yeah. Speaking of other things that get a meh from me, mm. Trypticon. Yeah. Trypticon was the winner of Hasbro's... Uh, Fans' choice vote to uh, decide the next Titan class toy. And when's that coming? 2017. <laughs> so, so let me be clear. I'm happy that Trypticon won. Yep. I'm even happier that I've not spent $400 on the current version of uh, Trypticon, which is the G1 reissue. Like, I've literally reissued a toy that's 30 years old and charged yeah. $400 for it. Oh, but that's that. Come on, man! Like that's that's Toys R Us prices. Yeah, yeah, it to- it totally is Toys R Us prices. Now, yeah. so Trypticon is going to get a brand new Titan class rendition. Mm-hmm. Um, so, despite despite um, despite you know what? Fan, despite fan names in uh, years gone by, yeah, the only current Titan class figure is actually Metroplex. Uh, Devastator is not a Titan class figure. No. No, he's just he's just a combiner. He's just a big combiner. He's um, coming out late 2017. Yeah, 2017 is ridiculous. Like that's third quarter 2017. So, so that's actually two years. That's two years away. That's actually you know I think Hasbro has actually taken the um Hasbro has actually taken the mantle from all of the third party companies ever. <laughs> For announcing something way in advance of its, yeah. of its final release, well, I suppose it, I suppose it makes sense if if they were indeed listening to what the fans wanted, and you know, I mean, the design prototype. It, so it does, yeah. It it's, does um, take a while. Plus, you got to remember, there's it's a movie year too. Twenty sixteen. Was it twenty seventeen? Uh, no, I think twenty sixteen might be a movie. Oh, yeah. No, twenty sixteen can't be a movie year. No, because like, that's that's Titan Wars. No, no, yeah, but they haven't. They haven't actually. Um, they haven't actually filmed. Like they haven't got. A, they haven't yeah. got a script. They haven't started filming yet. They can't. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, it'll be, yeah. be twenty seventeen. Yeah. So to balance it with that and the movie coming out, so yeah, I, I can see why it would take a while. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, it, I think it must mean that they hadn't actually started. We, we had speculated that they'd started on all three mm. figures, and we were simply going to decide the order in which they released. Yeah. They released, and maybe we still are. I mean. I think that's what they're doing. I, I think honestly, I think like are. in two years, they're just gonna they're gonna pump out all these designs and planning and blah blah blah, and then go, hey, you guys chose Trypticon first, yeah. Decide who comes next, Omega Supreme, and then he'll be out in three months. Yeah, yeah, very possibly. Mm. So, I mean, let, let, let's let's talk a little bit about lead times on Transformers mm-hmm. figures, right? Like, mm-hmm. we tend to assume that companies like Hasbro and Takara can get a figure from design or prototype to production really fast. Mm. It's not necessarily the case. No. We've also seen that... We've we've seen that Victorion, uh, which Mm -hmm. is the fan-voted combiner from... It was was announced at uh, San Diego Comic-Con in 2015 this year, Mm -hmm. uh, midway through the year. Uh, She's not coming out until next year. She's not coming out until midway through next year. So... They literally announced this toy at San Diego Comic-Con and she's not going to be released until like the next San Diego. <laughs> um, Which is odd considering it's all repaints. That is, that is the that is the 
part that's odd because you would think that if something is actually just a repaint that they would be able to oh put well, it i stand corrected she's got new heels and fists doesn't she Yes, this is true, and we have seen mm. how difficult it is for Perfect Effect to get their, uh, yeah. their replacements uh, it's, out. So. It's just such, maybe, such a hassle. Yeah, maybe designing feet and hands are actually, like, you know, difficult. It's, I don't know. Oh, mate, it's, it's hard. Either way, like, it's a really long time to wait. Mm. So, and we also... So, um, what Hasbro's inadvertently done is they've let slip that there's not going to be any Titan class figures next year. Because mm. um, Well, apart from Fortress, Fortress Maximus. Well, is Fort Max confirmed? Because uh, they've actually they've actually said that uh, Triptychon is going to be the next Titan class figure. Well, they're leading into Combiner Wars Fortress Maximus. We saw the prototypes, didn't we? I don't know. I th- I thought. Or was that uh, was that just? Do you still think? I I don't know. Part of me thinks that's just some kind of fan Photoshop running wild on the internet. It could it could be. There's also there's uh, there's also this thing where. The leaders in Titan Retur- Titans Return have mm. base modes, and I wonder if some of the base modes have actually because there's been all these weird silhouettes and low res images, and I wonder if someone's confused one of the existing base modes with uh, Fort Max. Oh, I'm actually sorry, no, I do know what you're talking about. There was a there was a Fort Max uh, there was a Fort Max um, slide. Yeah, that got released now. The only thing with that was it was still labelled as Titan Wars, which exactly. I've, I've been incorrectly referring to this time. <laughs> <laughs> and it should have been Titan's re- Returns, I think. And so that, yeah. that, that's the thing that makes people think that that slide is actually fan speculation. Mm. Um, unless, here's, here's, what we, here's the thing. Here's my thoughts on Titan Wars versus Titan's Return. Mm. Titans have to return before they can have a war. Mm. So... Hasbro said that they showed the Titan Wars name by mistake. Yeah. And they've also said that the the Wars uh, part is actually going to be a three-part trilogy. Mm-hmm. So my assumption is that we've got Combiner Wars, then we're going to get Titans Return, and then we're going to get Titan Wars, which mm-hmm. could mean that Titan Wars is going to be 2017. Quite possibly. Which um, would actually gel quite nicely with getting a few Titan series. Of yeah, which would which would open the door for Max and Scorponok and all the rest. Yeah, Triptychon, sorry. So, um, and yeah, if if that actually is the case, then if, if all three of those figures do come out, then we will have two Autobot and two Decepticons. Mm. So, but Fort Fort Max was just a, an extensive repaint and retool of Met, uh, Metroplex, anyway, wasn't he? We did hear that this would be happening, but that really yeah. does appear to have sort of died off a little bit. Um, mm. Yeah, I'd be I'd be interested to know uh, what the rumor mongers say about Fort Max now because. This, uh, yeah, the the wording from Hasbro may have been just a bit careless. Like maybe they mm. do have a Titan figure coming up, and we're just deciding the next one. But yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. Maybe. Well, at least we've decided who comes first, Trypticon. So yeah, so Trypticon's coming first. He's going to be two years away. Uh, <laughs> then, so yeah. basically, uh, come episode one hundred and fifty of the uh, podcast, because <laughs> that's another. It literally is like a hundred weeks is, away. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's going to be that long. <laughs> Um, I remember back in episode forty-one, young man. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. We'll just have to. What other on. what other news from thy yonder do you bring, Jason? News from, news from yonder. I also bring uh, pictures of Combiner Wars Skylinks, mm. and so 
so Skylinks has his own set of uh, limbs that's not out yet. That's and correct. so someone's taken Skylinks and combined him with um, Battlecore Optimus Prime's limbs mm-hmm. to make what they've referred to as Sky Rain, but um, is actually not Sky Rain. No, no, because Skylinks comes with Hound, Smokescreen, Trailbreaker, and the Jack of Wheel. Oh, and, yeah, I, I was going to say I thought Wheeljack was somewhere in Combiner Wars. So, yeah. yeah. So what we've got, though, is a look at how Skylinks forms the torso mm. for Sky Rain because he is, he is the first new Voyager figure that we've seen for a while in, uh, in Combiner Wars. And so, um, yeah, he, he is actually a brand new figure. So, yeah, um, interesting to see how, how the uh, torso combines. Interested to see, interesting to see the figure itself. What are your thoughts on the figure? Like, is it a... Um... As, a as a standalone figure... Mm-hmm. I don't mind it, but as a, it's it's one of those. It's like Dinobots. Skylink shouldn't combine. Yeah, it's it's it's, kind, can, it's kind of weird. Um, you know what? You know what? I'm calling it now. Yeah. Wait for the. Um, I reckon we'll see Abominus soon. There's there is some thought that Skylinks can form the basis, or, or you know, a remold of Skylinks can form the basis for uh, both uh, both. Yeah, yeah, for uh, hunger and um, who's the uh, who's the Piranicon torso? Snaptrap and Snaptrap, yeah. So yeah, we we will see how that goes. Mm. I, Although I don't, I don't they, think he's a yeah. bad rendition of the G one character. Like, no, not at all. He's 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 pretty good in that. You know, like he's he's a more up to date version. He can move his head around a little bit more, mm. and you know, he's a li- he'll be a little <laughs> bit more agile than the original Skylink was, which was just a brick with walking legs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, his neck had articulation, but man, his tail. G one figure was quite a big figure, actually. He was. He was. He was one of the larger G one figures, and so mm. he's sort of come down to Voyager size for Minor yeah. Wars. But yeah, oh, I can definitely see some beasty beast modes coming out of this bad boy. I think so too. And given that we've seen quite an extensive amount of, I mean, it's no longer. It's no longer just a repaint thing with... Um, no, no. It's no longer just a repaint thing with um, Combiner Wars figures. Like, they often get remolded, which in days gone by, we may have actually we may have actually let a lot of the remolds go as new characters. Um, mm. But these days, Hasbro is actually being fairly upfront with us and actually telling us that they've, they're remolding characters into new characters. And so we sort of tend to put it in with the repaint issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they've got their, their, their what's, what's the Technobot's leader name? Scattershot? Scattershot, yep. He's already yeah. out. Mm. No Can't wait to get him. Yet. Oh, they're at BotCon. Nose cone, his ram horn. I thought they were, I thought they were, um, uh, they weren't actually the actual Combiner Wars figures. Are they actually- no, no, they are. They are there. God, I can't even talk anymore. The BotCon Tripredicus box set. We'll oh, be... Tripredicus, yeah. Yeah, so we'll be... Goes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Repaints. All right, let's move on. Um, uh-huh. We've got Skylings and Skyrain out of the way. Uh, no telling quite how someone got their hands on that figure um, because it isn't actually officially out yet. I think it is coming out in this wave, though. And we did, yeah, we did actually see on TCCA today someone got their hands on Combaticons. So, um, oh, they've already been out, man. I've got yeah. mine. You've got yours already? Yeah, shipped them from Bibitus. Do, do feel free to post pictures of the boxes. Yes. <laughs> Here's some boxes. Still waiting on, on Onslaught, though. Yeah, no one, seems, no one seems to have the official release of Onslaught yet. 
No. Yeah. God, that Defensor looks good, doesn't it? Let's move on and talk about Defensor. So um, mm. we've got some we've got some in hand images of Unite Warriors Defensor, which uh, Takara releases the uh, the Combiner Wars under their Unite Warriors brand, and uh, mm-hmm. they only release the whole things as sets. So you don't go in and buy yourself a deluxe, 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 deluxe Voyager and Voyager, uh, and they also don't go for the. Um, they also don't go for the, the additional Legends figure as well. No. But no. The, uh, the notable thing about, about Takara's Unite Warriors Defensor is that there's actually a brand new mold in there. Mm-hmm. Afterburner. Oh, wait, no. I'll be remolded <laughs> into a Technobot. He will it's- be remolded into a Technobot, you, you bet. Um, it's... Yeah. So Takara has uh, an actual motorbike for Groove. Now, mm-hmm. uh, what was Groove in the... Um, what was, well, so, okay, so... That's right. Groove. In the G1. No, no. Groove in Hasbro's Combiner Wars is a legend scale figure, and yep. they introduced Rook into mm-hmm. the, into the, uh, the Protector Bots. So yep. they still kept Groove around, but they didn't mm-hmm. have him as an actual limb. And so because, no. because the, uh, the Legends application's gone in, uh, in Takara's set, uh, so, so Rook is gone as well. Yeah, um, no so, rook for you, buddy. No, no rook. You know, no rook for you. No, no rookie. <laughs> um, so anyway, so uh, this is actually the first time we've seen a brand new Combiner Wars uh, figure. He's a deluxe motorbike. Um, what do you? What are your thoughts? There's a, there's a couple of good Love photos it. of him. Love it. Love it. Yeah, and we'll no doubt we'll see another quote Hasbro exclusive. Quote. You reckon this is going to go the same way as uh, Quickslinger and Breakneck? Yeah, for sure. You so, got to remember, like these Combiner Wars are catering for the you know the thirty year olds plus with the disposable incomes that grew up on this stuff. Yeah. So the thing is that with that, like Hasbro got on top of that pretty fast with mm-hmm. uh, with Superion and Menacer and said, right, we're going to release this figure as an exclusive. They made that big bullshit song and dance about how they're going to make it exclusive to little toy shops so that you would have to. You'd have to go and, <laughs> go and visit your little neighborhood toy store with the creepy yeah. old man behind the counter who doesn't like kids but mm-hmm. seems, to, seems to be running a business for the hell of it. Yeah. And, um, you know, they, they said that you're going to have to go there to buy these figures because they're not going to sell them to big or chains. Oh, yeah, or they ended up on Amazon. exclusives. Yeah, <laughs> and Big Bad Toy Store. And- yeah, so, on, so Amazon, Big Bad Toy Store. Apparently, um, the shelves in Singapore were just overflowing. Yeah. They with were these clogged. two figures. So, they were clogged. Thanks, Hasbro. Yeah. <laughs> but that, but yeah, this, never believe a word they say, mate. No, not at all. But to, to my point about that, though, is that they got, this, they got on this really fast with Quickslinger mm. and Breakneck, and they said, right, these figures are coming out. They're going to be coming out in like three months' time, not two years' time. Mm. Three three months time, and you know they're going to be exclusive to these areas, which they were never exclusive to anyway. No, no, no. And I think I think once Superior was released, they started that, didn't? They? Although Defense was been out for a while, so yeah, if they, Defense if they, has been out. If they were um, going to make a move, they should have done it by now. Hey? Yeah, who knows? So, so Quicksilver and Breakneck actually made it out before the Unite Warriors oh, yes. sets yeah. that contained them as well. So mm. if they're going to do it, they're really dragging their heels on it. And maybe they're, they're not. not. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not. Who knows? Maybe they aren't. Isn't it, so if they were going to do it, what are they going to call the figure? Hey, yeah. here's Defensor with, here's with Defensor Groove with, and Groove. Oh, they'll probably give him some, you know, some far out name like Jive or something like that. Yeah, Disco know. Bob. Disco Bob, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, something. But yeah, like Quick Singer, really. 
Come on. Well, so, yeah, yeah. Quicksinger was kind of a stupid name, wasn't it? Yeah. I kept calling him Shitslinger for the longest time. It's quite, it's quite accurate. Yeah. You should feel no shame on that. No. And what's this other thing I see about Galvatronus, speaking of Unite Warriors? So Galvatronus was uh, the first of these combiners in Combiner Wars that didn't really make... It didn't really make much sense. It didn't have an official designation. Like, he wasn't, mm. it wasn't a, a combiner team. And they, they wrote this stupid backstory where um, he has, like, uh, like, mental powers and he can force other combiners' limbs to join up with him. Yeah. Apparently, every, apparently every combiner in Combiner Wars has these weird mental powers because they are all compatible with each other. <laughs> wow. Just not, not, sure, if, not mm. sure if you guys know that. No. Um, but yeah, you so try it one day though. Uh, yeah, well, actually, so on that, did you see the photo that came out this week with? Actually, I'm not sure you did. I may have seen this in another in another chat somewhere with the bat, the white battle core Optimus Prime and five uh, five four rooks as limbs. No, that would look rather interesting though. It looked it looked freaking impressive and incredible. I'm gonna actually. I know where I saw the photo now. It was in one of my WhatsApp chats with the. Uh, mm. So there are a few. There are a few Singaporean guys on uh, TCCA. And, um, <laughs> you gotta call in some favors. No, 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 no. Many of many of them are my friends, and we have a WhatsApp chat that goes yep. on in the background. And so um, sometimes I confuse things as being on TCCA when they're actually in the WhatsApp chat. So okay. Yep. I will take that figure. I'll take that picture from the WhatsApp chat and stick it on TCCA. It will nice. be up by the time this podcast. Uh, gets out there nice. so yeah all white all white figure um this is actually kind of, it's actually starting to become a thing with people purchasing um people purchasing voyager torsos and then purchasing four of the same limb well uniformity i, I yeah. think I, I i dig that I yeah dig exactly that. yeah uniformity like especially with the especially with the white battle core prime and also with Motormaster being black mm. um they tend to go with a lot of the bright colors really oh, yeah. well because they're neutral so. Yeah, yeah, they're quite neutral. I don't think, I don't know how well it would work with Hotspot. Um, you would have to choose a limb that complements the baby blue for um, for Hotspot. But it's not much really out there, really, is there? Blue. I mean, you could, you could use the dark blue of Mirage. You could, or dark blue. What's a white limb? You could use a first aids, I guess. Yeah, well, rook, rooks are white limb as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. Aid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a door slamming in some of my apartment complex somewhere. Sorry about that noise. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, there is some speculation that when... So, uh, so Cyclonus is not yet released in Japan. Mm. And so when they release Cyclonus, they're going to release him in a box set as a, as a torso mm-hmm. for Galvatronus. Yep. Now... What what's apparently been going on? So Takara Tommy Moore released a picture of these combiners, mm-hmm. and it looks like there's a few changes to some of them. So they've they've done a repaint on Rook, it seems, and that he now resembles Demolishor. Yeah, I can see the beige and the off white and the yeah, yeah. And I think Cyclonus is actually grey. Uh huh. And so and I can't make out who that green one on his left arm's supposed to this. Photo I'm looking at is really pixelated. It is a terrible photo, yeah. Um, but yeah, I can but see Starscream though. That's a, that much is obvious. Yeah, you're, his oh, right yeah, arm. Yeah, you, re- you reckon his right arm Starscream? Okay. 
Yeah, well, the, the red chest, light blue. That would actually make sense. And it also it also goes back to one of the other things that one of the Singapore crew did, uh, Thomas Lim, who works on some of the... Uh, some of the yeah, uh, custom figures. Yeah. He took one of the aerial bots and uh, bought four of them and repainted them as Seekers. Mm. Um, and, and I think he, he repainted Cyclonus as a Seeker as well. What's his right leg? Looks like a blue iron hide. Yeah, possibly. No, that, that could be anything, really. It could, it could be. and so That's a shit photo, but <laughs> eh? It really is. <laughs> so it seems like they're... I mean, we... We've had a we've we've had a homage to particular episodes in the past with uh, the white prime being you know the people are saying that that's the uh, the homage to the what do they call it masquerade prime the uh, where mm. where prime and some of the Autobots uh, pretended to be Menasaur. Yeah, why wouldn't you just get a stunt to unbox it though? Yeah, um, but so apparently the entire set is going to be a, a homage to the Unicron trilogy. Oh, okay. So then it would probably be, oh, uh, yeah. Well, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Really so, yeah, so pointless. There, but there is a, there is a bit of a speculation that uh, Takara is going to produce a set that people are going to want to buy. Oh my God. I, yeah, I, I regret starting this line. <laughs> I really like this. This is it's it's these kind of posts that just make me go, "What the fuck am I thinking?" Yeah, it's uh, so, I'm, so. I have Unite Warriors, Superion, and Menasaur, and to be honest, I'm not I'm not really sold on the Protector bots. I'll probably buy them if I see them for a good price. But yeah, um, I mean, I got them a big bad. Yeah. So fuck. the only other the only other set that I'm interested in out of this. Is uh, Bruticus? Oh, I want both versions, all yeah. three actually. All three actually. <laughs> well, so I'm like I going on my past purchase history. I would end up with a Unite Warriors Bruticus set. Yeah, but that's not going to be the case for me. I'm I want the G2 Bruticus that only Hasbro is going to sell as a box set. Ditto, and I want the Menasaur too. Yeah, and I want the Defensor. Do we have a G two defensor? Oh, they'd have to have one in the pipeline, surely. Surely. So we don't. We also don't actually know when the G two box sets are coming out, except they're already out, aren't they? No, no. I think um, February, February, and March. Okay. Or March and April. I know they're back to back. Okay. Yeah. Fair and enough. And I think Victorian is the third one. So I think it's Menosaur Superior and then Victorian or whatever. All right. So if that's yeah. the case, then Victorian's going to be June, I believe. So yeah, they might be a couple of months apart. We have to do something with that too, because I want a box set. I want both. Yeah, yeah. For Shizzle. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I just want the G two Bruticus. He looks amazing. No, he'll be out. Yeah, that's the other one I was thinking of. Yeah, he'll be out soon. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about some uh, third party toys to what? finish off. Uh, so we've got a few, um, we've got a few new shots of Fan Toys Willis. Uh, it's uh, FT fifteen. <laughs> What are you talking about? Nobody knows what fans' toys is talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they've got coloured test shots. Um, yeah, not a fan of the hovercraft shoes. The ho- yeah. Uh, yeah, no. I don't, I don't know. I don't really mind. Um, I mean, what, what else would you do with his, with his feet? It just looks disproportionate. Like, I mean, you look at the first, not the first photo in the middle, but the one on the left directly under. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he just looks yeah. Yeah, no. Put some put some wheels on his 
<laughs> it just, it just looks like it's really I was gonna say, I was going to say, put some wheels on his feet and let them be rollerblades. And then, <laughs> I, then I scrolled down and saw the photo where he's doing the splits. And it's basically like they've already done that. And they've, they've anticipated that. the rollerblades. They're like, whoa. Oh, I'm looks st- like having trouble shoved, standing up. Looks like he's shoved his feet up to see Spray's ass. Yeah, no, I'm just... Old mode looks good. Old mode does look good. Um, so I have Make Toys Gun Dog yeah. on, on order. Um, that is being procured for me. Now, so, I, I, so I've decided to go for Make Toys over Fans Toys. I don't actually... I actually don't have many Fans Toys figures. Um, I have... I mean, I've got Quake Wave. Just, mm. you know, like that's what everyone... That's the Fans Toys figure that most people have. That's it. But I've... I've shied away from a lot of fans toys stuff because um, they've been stuck doing their Dinobots for a yeah. really long time. And so like, to be perfectly honest, Dinobots don't really interest me that much. Um, mm. I'm sorry for all the Dinobots fans listening, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, so fans toys, I've just, I've seen their Dinobots come up and I've just sort of let them go past silently. Yeah. <laughs> or not so silently because we have to talk about them on the podcast. Mm. So there's no, I just had a vision of Grimlock. <laughs> so there's an interesting, uh, interesting shot at the uh, the bottom of this post on TFW, uh, showing fans toys, fans toys Willis going up against Masterpiece Soundwave. Yeah. So they've a- they've actually like put their figure in a shot with another Masterpiece. He's pretty big. He is, but it's just going to be car size. So because remember, look at Soundwave; it's almost like he's bent in half. Yeah. So Soundwave is not actually. Soundwave is not actually that big, that much no. bigger than the cars. Oh, he's quite a bit bigger, but he's around seeker height, isn't he? Uh, He'd be no. close too, because look at look at um. Oh, look at, maybe no, yeah. he, he's he's probably about a head shorter than MP10. Than the seekers, I think. Yeah, yeah. But so, he, I mean, Bruce Willis is the same size as Sphinx, so. Oh, we're going. Are we going with Bruce Willis? Yeah, I'm going to go Bruce Willis. I'm putting it out there. So they still call him Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> I haven't seen that in years. I think on that bombshell, we might move forward. Yeah, let's go. All right. So, uh, G creation, G creation's wrath. It's, uh, it's their, it's their Grimlock. Um, who, uh, I believe he's the torso for their shuriken combiner. Is that right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't particularly care for Dinobot combiners despite like as a kid, like dreaming that my Dinobots would combine. Um, I don't really mm. want them to now. Um, he's a fairly nice looking Grimlock though. Like oh, he's a, he's a big boy. Mm-hmm. He's done well, but again, for me, Dinobots just shouldn't combine. He's got, um, he's got a bit of IDW-ness to his face, I think as well is, um, IDW's Grimlock has this sort of like um, faceplate over teeth. Mm. And you can sort of see a second dimension to his faceplate as well. But yeah, no, I th- I, look, I think, I think he looks all right. If you're, in, if you, if you're into the Shuriken combiner, um, you're going to buy this. It's um, about 160 US, so about 25,000 Australian dollars. <laughs> I mean, as a standalone figure, I mean, how can you get Grimlock wrong though? Like God. Really true. Um, although I believe, with if you want to know how to get Grimlock wrong, you may have to just ask the uh, fall of Cybertron Hasbro designers, right? Oh, well played, sir. Well played. Yeah. And look at that! Look at that nice bit of cheating they've got going on using his torso as a shield. I thought he had a separate shield. No, look at that. Yeah. no, fair enough. Yeah, 
Oh, look, and he's doing the Iron Man pose. How original. <laughs> I, 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 I haven't actually... F- I haven't spotted Oh, look yet. at that. He's sitting it on the back of his... Uh... I have no idea what's going on. No, I'm just scrolling through the images, and it's just like, wow. It's really just looks like MP8. I don't think I know what the Iron Man pose is now. It's the one when he's on his knee, and he's, you know, he's got his fist on the ground. I, oh, I do see that, but it doesn't yeah, look yeah. like... Um, it doesn't look like he's on his knee per se. Like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, close enough to. Yeah, close enough to. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, Iron Man pose. Iron Man Grimlock. Me Grimlock. I'm, Me Grimlock. Iron Man. Bad God. Yeah. Right. All right. Let's what's, move on. What's eighties Dream Transformers Universe Megatron been up to these days? <laughs> that was the worst segue I've seen. <laughs> Let's keep that in the recording for its pure crapness. <laughs> that, that, that's fine. Um, so we but, haven't actually talked about these guys before, or have we? What are they? We may have talked. We may have. We may have oh, discussed. Oh, what are they? We may have discussed these guys on a podcast that the two of us weren't on. So, newcomer '80s Dream is putting out its first Transformer. Its first Transformers figure. It's not actually a Transformer. It's a Voyager-sized model kit of a Megatron from the cancelled Transformers Universe game. Right. Now, the Transformers... Yeah, I just bit my tongue. I'm sorry. Now, the Transformers Universe game had... It had borrowed very liberally from a lot of different properties to come up with its Mm. figures. So, um, there's hints of Transformers Prime, there's hints of G1, there's hints of movies in the figures as well. While the game was never actually released... We all got very, very good, very detailed looks at the character designs. Mm. And so while we obviously haven't had a good enough chance to sort of figure out how um, how one would make these figures convert and transform, mm. um, so 80s Dream is putting together model kits that give you the look of the characters. And so looking at their version of Megatron, I can definitely see a Transformers Prime influence like there's oh, the, that, that the purple and metal and the, yeah, the head sculpt. The um, his cannon. Oh, look, the cannon, sort of less so. Um, I think, it, yeah, I think it's a lot of, there's a prime in that cannon. Yeah, yeah, there's, 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 there's sort of bits all over the, oh, all except over the place. Oh, except that it looks like a rumble pile driver painted up like that. But. Yeah, not, you know, the, so the, the figure that the, because it, it's a small cannon, like it's not the full arm length cannon. It's yeah, only yeah, 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 yeah. What that actually reminds me of is the cannon that's attached to Mega Steel's uh, Storm, Storm Emperor. Oh, okay. Uh, also known as Granville, Granville. also known as Tronus. Um, <laughs> Granville. <laughs> look, 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 I, I, could, I, I was quite happy to buy um, Mega Steel Granville as a mm. place to, so I would know where to go and get good fish and chips. Uh, fish and chips, chicken, <laughs> chicken and chips. That is what I do when I go out to Granville. I head out to El Jano. Oh, how good are they? I know. El Jano's awesome, right? And We have to go there one day. Yeah, we should totally go there. Oh, um, dude. Can I also just point out that yeah. anyone who's not in Sydney listening to this podcast has just gone, what the, the fuck? hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and what are those little pink gherkin things? I have no oh. idea what they are. I, I, yeah. Oh, and the garlic sauce. I so want some. Now, when you're putting together a figure that doesn't need to transform, mm. you actually do have quite a bit of... Um, Liberty. Quite a bit of liberty to uh, do as you please. And the rear shot, which was a, um, a, a, 
an unpainted grey test shot. Uh, the rear shot, which I guess passes for the underside shot, which is important for the <laughs> figures lately. Um, the rear shot of Megatron's pretty impressive as well. It's sort of got. Um, I assume this version of Megatron's supposed to turn into a jet of some kind. I was thinking more of a. Well, I can't see any. Because he's got like he's got something that looks like two jet vents on his um, on his back. Well, that no could be the knows. rear. That could be the rear of a tank. Yeah, no, nobody knows. I mean, does his feet have tank treads of any kind? No, no one um, knows. No, actually, they do. No, they're, no. They're, it, is it? There are there are black tank there are black tank tracks tra- tank tracks threaded through his legs. Oh, there you go. Brad will be disappointed to learn that they do not work because it is a model. Ah. Oh. Oh, it's insert right. insert the boo sound effect. Wah, 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 wah. Wah. Okay, let's move on. Uh, we we are close to the end. KFC yes. announced a uh, a matte matte colors version of uh, t- KFC Transistor and Hi Fi. AKA yeah. Blaster. Blaster. He's oh yeah. He is known as not Blaster. Not Blaster. So um. When the, when KFC Transistor came out, I, I think the figure was quite admired for its detail and mm. um, and yeah you know, the the I think its build and its transformation. It, it's wow. definitely one of the more popular third party figures, but it had a shiny candy red finish mm. that everyone yeah. everyone just sort of went well okay it'll kind of go with tracks when he arrives. Yeah, um, but no one, you know, no one really warmed to. I think is fair to say. And uh, how good does it look? Yeah, no. Now that KFC has sold out of all their candy red uh, yeah. transistors, they've seen fit to release a repaint of it, um, which is not candy red. It's not shiny. It's just red, and it yeah. looks great. Oh yeah, it looks amazing. amazing. Um, if if did you did you buy a KFC transistor? Are you regretting your purchase? No, I did not. But I'm really looking for. Oh wow. Oh, look at that. Look at the alt mode. It's so cute. I know. It's so good, isn't it? And he's even got the little trumpets he used when he was fighting Soundwave. I was wondering what those were for. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They fought in a disco. <laughs> as uh, you do. Yeah, you know, I, I've come to realize that there's a lot I don't remember from G1 Transformers. <laughs> You're not missing out on much. They just basically sound waved each other to death. They out sound waved each other. Fair enough. Yeah, not much. So he also comes with a uh, it comes with a rewind. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think he's called Hi Fi in this case. He's a rather nice looking rewind. It is, isn't it? That's a very good. That's a very good looking figure. I can't quite tell. I think they have an alternate head for him that actually has the more than meets the eye recording camera on the side as well. Looking at the. Uh, this might actually be known from the main figure. I'm, I'm sorry if this is already something that we know. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. Um, so in the last photo on on the TFW story, you can see alternate heads for Hi-Fi there, and one of them looks like it's it looks like it's got an extra piece sticking out the side. So that could be his mm. camera for if you wanted to put this version of Rewind in with your more than meets the eye crew. Mm-hmm. I probably do. What was the what was the MP Chromebone called again? Um, do you mean the Make Toys Capola? Cook, yeah, yeah. Capola. So, I, honestly, I don't really, um, yeah, I, I have this weird love-hate relationship with Make Toys. Like, I absolutely adore their uh, Trash Talk and uh, Cog, Trash Talk and Cogwheel. Yeah. I've got Gundog on order. 
but many, many other things that they make. I've looked at them and I've gotten to the point where I've put them into my shopping cart and I've just gone, no. Nah. But that's the beauty of having so much to choose from, isn't it? It, it is, isn't like, it? You can just go, you know what, I'd rather get the third-party Willis over Gundog done. You know, I want to get this over that done. This is true. And they'll all, they'll all sort of sit together in your masterpiece collection. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and whoever sells more will get the Takara contract. So all yeah. is good. So who's uh, are, so are you interested in getting yourself a KFC transistor? I very well maybe, man, but I've got to be I've got to be really selective now with Christmas coming up. I think I think I do as well. Let, let, let's let's move on. Let's talk about yeah. what, let's talk about what we've got coming and um, mm. yeah, what we've procured this month. Yes, tell tell us what have you got coming in? Well, what have I got? Uh, December, December, December is you know what it is? Devastator, Defense, or Road Rage? It's Do you reckon Road Rage is going to make it out this month? I hope so. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm a bit. Want... I'm a bit skeptical because they've only just managed to get tracks out. And then you got to remember, like, it's, I mean, Red Bumblebee was supposed to be December, wasn't it? Yeah, we haven't even heard of Red Bumblebee in months, have we? Yeah, and then January, I think, is Ironhide. Yeah, so obviously the delay is going to trickle on, and <laughs> everything's going to get pushed back. But yeah, mm. so. What so- else? So January being Ironhide is the first new masterpiece mold that we've had. Oh, sorry, no, Tracks is a new masterpiece mold. Tracks, yeah. Um, the second new masterpiece mold we've mm. had for a while. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. What do you think of the new Ironhide? Uh, the uh, the Takara one. Yeah, the you know the wheel ass wheels. I think, I, th- I think it's fine. No one's going to display their Ironhide facing facing to the back of their display cabinet. <laughs> so, speaking of wheel positions. Hmm. So let's talk about new acquisitions. So yeah. my two main acquisitions, actually, no, I've got three for the last few weeks because uh, it's been a couple of weeks since I've been on the podcast. Um, I got myself, I actually got myself my second Mega Steel figure. Um, Ooh. So before they, it's kind of weird. Um, Granville, Tronus, Storm Emperor. Um, I don't know what to call him by because everyone still calls him Granville, but the box clearly says Storm Emperor. Mm. He was his his designation is MS01. Right. But he came out well after Mega Steel's other figure, which is their um blaster, which I can't remember what they called him, but um mm. so having gotten the Mega Steel Storm Emperor, I decided to get myself a blaster because mm. it wasn't until I think I think Alex showed me some pictures of him and mm-hmm. compared him with some of the IDW shots, and I actually didn't realise how much they'd nailed the IDW blaster design with um, with their Mega Steel blaster. Yeah, I was I was wanting a more chunky figure. He's yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's, it's hard chunky. to des- it's hard to describe like beefy, you know, like because he's only a, what size is he? He'd be equivalent to a deluxe, wouldn't he? He, he is a little bigger than a deluxe. Yeah. That's it's, uh, I was just kind of hoping something a bit. Maybe that's just the G one in me coming out. Mm, you know, like I suppose. Yeah, anywho, I, I, so I gotta say, I'm I'm happy with his size because he's in with my lost light crew, mm. and so I, I like I'm okay with that because I actually prefer the bots for the lost light crew to be more sort of deluxe size. And I've got a Voyager. I mean, I've got Cloud Rodimus in there at the moment, and I've got yeah. I've got Storm Emperor in there as well now, and so. He's much better suited 
as Megatron for Lost mm. Ark. Even though he doesn't really look like the current IDW um, Megatron, like he looks like an older IDW one. But um, uh, if someone if someone actually manages to get the the current IDW more than meets the eye style Megatron done as a toy. Oh my god, that would be amazing! <laughs> I might actually, uh, I might actually shoot an email over to Eighties World and ask them if they'll do it as a model kit. Do it as a model kit? Why not? That could be cool. It's worth a try. What do you got to lose? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so other other stuff, you know. Actually, um, I'm trying to think. Actually, I said it was a few weeks since I was on the podcast. I think it was on last week. Um, I've just blocked it out from my memory. <laughs> So um, yeah. we were talking, I think we were talking last week about uh, the um, Ocular Max Sphinx uh, mm. as, as he was, he was one of my new, one of my new figures last week. Um, I got to say, so you were talking about, you were talking about wheel placements. I had an absolute shit of a time getting <laughs> the wheels into Sphinx's chest. I actually, yeah. I needed Alex Ching to actually like give me, <laughs> yeah, he made a video <coughs> Only oh, showing God, how the things fit in. There's yeah. a part where you have to where you have to fold the wheels over and like you have mm. to push it into place, and it felt like it was going to break. So, wow. um, so thanks to Alex, Sphinx now looks a lot better, and his his transformation is held together um, a lot better. So thank you, Alex. Nice. Um, so yeah, Sphinx is one of my new releases, um, and uh, I also I posted a I posted a lot of photos of this guy because I really like him. Um, mm. The uh, Mastermind yeah. Creations uh, Spartan, also, oh, also yes. known as Impactor, and mm. uh, damn, he looks he looks nice. He's got a lot of heft to him. Uh, everything about him is chunky. Everything moves like the the ratchets move with a very a very stiff click. So like you know, oh, he's oh, not going to oh, fall yeah. over. There's no loose joints about him. Yeah. Nice. Really, really happy. I, I also love the fact that, like, you sound like you're having an orgasm when I say that he's got like oh, no. stiff joints. The stiff joints, <laughs> are just like after you know the the floppy mess that is Combiner Wars. <laughs> so, I, so I gotta say, I mm. so I have two Mastermind Creations reformatted figures now. The mm. other one is the Decepticon Justice Division um, Voss member, known known to them as Sinicus. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I didn't really rate him and. I, uh, if Mastermind uh-huh. was going to get any money out of me in future, mm. Impactor like Spartan needed to be amazing, and he's yep. re- he's really good. Nice. Um, so yeah, I, I I was pretty disappointed with Sinicus. Um, it well, there's there's not much of him, is there? No, there's not. It just it reminds me of um it reminds me of uh, Transformers Prime Starscream, where there's like there's nothing to him. Yeah, it's like once you've got him into robot mode, it's just like well, you can move his arms around. He's like a doll. Yeah, basically. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, they've still got three more to do, haven't they? They're three or four or five. Three or four. There's more like sort of. I think there's more like five or six DJD members. DJDs, um, yeah. I don't know that they've actually said they're going to do them all. Oh, that that's odd. Why yeah, would you do? I don't know. I think they did the one that they could do fairly easily because I think he turns into an electric chair, doesn't he? Is that um, the- Am I thinking of the right DJD member? I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm not sure. Um, so he's he's more he's the sniper. So like he's got you know he's got the the big cannon and stuff like that. Mm. And I thought that was part of his transformation. To be perfectly honest, I display my bots in uh, bot mode, so I don't really know what he turns into. Kind of don't care. <laughs> Just took him out, plonk on the shelf. See you later. 
Yeah, yeah, he's he's standing on the shelf. He's sort of hunched over at the moment because it's the only way I could make him not fall backwards. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I was pretty disappointed with Sinicus. Uh, Impactor needed to be amazing, and he's pretty freaking awesome. I put mm. some photos on the group of Impactor and Springer sort of back-to-back and yeah. um, some just some detailed shots on parts of Impactor that I like and don't like. So, um, yeah, if you... If you feel like it, oh, look. I'll, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Or I'll get Brad. You just need an Overlord now. I don't know. Overlord's not so much. Uh, oh. You know, you recreate Garrus Nine. Mm, yeah, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> so, who, so who else would I need to recreate Garrus Nine? Oh God, you need the uh, Sky Stalkers. I think the Predators. Yeah, that's going to be. You got cool. you got Perceptor. You got Cup. You got Iron Fist. Physitron. Um, actually, I don't have Iron Fist. Uh, who else was I there? The you, I believe there. you might, though. Oh, yeah. I've got yeah. one of those. <laughs> <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? You got the Wreckers? Not the, not the obviously. Uh, so, I got, so I got some Wreckers, right? Like, mm. I've got Springer. I've got Impactor. Yeah. I've got Whirl. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also actually got a third-party um, Top Spin and Twin Twist. Yeah, they were there. I think yeah. Pyro was there, too. Pyro got... Don't have pyro. You got ripped apart, I think, at the end. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe else? I could maybe I could purchase a broken pyro. Um, <laughs> yeah. It should Just be it should be a lot cheaper too if we're doing Garrus Nine. Yeah. Um, I don't know who was um, who was the green one that was two bots in one. The green one that was two bots in. One. He might not actually be the wreckers in IDW, but like the original wreckers crew from the Marvel UK comics. Um, I can't remember his name. I'm going to have to look this up. But yeah, uh, I think if I want to put a Wreckers crew together, I need mm-hmm. to I need to sort of make some changes to my display cabinets as well. Are you, are you thinking like having like landscapes and stuff? And maybe not landscapes. I'm thinking um, so. Like my display cabinet is I've got two I two IKEA Kallax four by fours. Yeah, and I'm at, so. I really, I really like the sort of the clean look of like putting a figure in there. Mm. I'm also sort of, I've also sort of come to realize that I probably have a few too many figures to just put yeah. one per box. And I've, <laughs> I've seen a few, uh, I've seen, a few, believe it or not, there are actually IKEA life hack sites around on the internet. And what they point out is that as you're assembling your shelves, mm. you actually do not need to, you don't need to put all of the, um, all of the dividers in. So you can just leave like sections. Yeah, like you, you can blank. leave a section out, and thus, yeah. uh, you know, thus you could you could have space. a double wide space or a triple. Yeah, oh, or, or you could even have like I could do the top shelf as just like one long shelf. Yeah, interesting. So I'm thinking of doing this. Unfortunately, it does mean pulling apart the entire shelves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's what IKEA is good for, man. Just get your Alan Cleary Phillips head screwdriver. <laughs> yeah. uh, look, I, so I, I think, like, you know how these shelves are put together, right? Mm. I think if I take the lid off and then I take the sides off, mm-hmm. I think the shelves will remain standing. You could because yeah. it's, they're all secured together, aren't they? They are. Um, so you've got to have, like, no, no sides, just a shelf. Well, so so in order to get in order to get the uh, dividers out, you need to be able to lift them up. Yeah, which means off the top shelf, it's okay. I just need to take the, the lid off. Mm-hmm. But then for the subsequent shelves, I need to raise the middle sh- raise the shelves. Anyway, um, mm. we might save this for the uh, the uh, TCCA IKEA cast. <laughs> um, 
might we might try and might try and drag this uh, podcast kicking and screaming uh, back out of the weeds that it's in, mm. shall we? It's pretty. Yeah. Uh, look, I gotta say, there's two of us on the podcast. We've managed to go for an hour and twenty minutes so yeah, far. Yeah, we talk a lot of shit. Don't I, we? Think, <laughs> I think we're doing pretty well. Um, so, do you have any other figures on order at the moment? Um, no, and then we go into 2016, and then mm. it's just masterpieces, really. Yeah, I, so I think. Oh, you've still got Thundercracker too. That's on its way. Yeah, Thundercracker's on his way. I've got a Thundercracker from Premium Collect as well, so that mm-hmm. should be a... Uh, sorry, I keep saying Premium Collect. It's Premium Collectibles. Um, mm. I don't know I don't know why. I think in at some point in the past they actually did go by Collect instead of Collectibles, but um, something. Mm, I don't know. Um, so Premium's mm. uh, Thundercracker is the Hasbro release, so it comes with a coin. Mm. So I may have a Thundercracker that I've actually bothered to import from Japan <laughs> for sale. For we'll, sale. There you go. We'll see how that goes. See how um, that goes. I think once they start turning up on mass in the next few weeks, we might see a few go up on sale in the group. Um, I think we will. But what I also know is that, I mean, so when premium sold theirs, they were very strict with a one, one per person limit. Mm-hmm. But I also think um, their third wave took a while to sell out. Now, I, so, think, I think everyone was kind of over it by then. Yeah, I, I think they were. And so either people, I mean, people for whatever reason may not have wanted to order from them. Mm. And so maybe there's some people who still want to get Thundercracker but didn't order from Premium. But I believe the third wave that Premium had, they took like four or five days to actually sell out. So yeah. to me, that sort of says that, you know, the market is fairly saturated with Thundercrackers right now. Maybe, mm. in, maybe in like you know three or four months, that might not be the case. There might be, might be some new collectors <sighs> coming along that will want Thundercracker. We'll see. I mean, it also depends on how many they order in their first and second rounds too. It does, yeah. So if they've already ordered thirty, second round they've ordered thirty, and then the same people keep getting frustrated, they might have just gone and bought elsewhere. <laughs> they may have. I, I mean. To me, the fact that it took their third the third round so long to sell out, it's just that yeah. that seems that says to me that maybe many of us who wanted Thundercracker have got him. I mean, on the plus side, they're okay. Like if there's, I think, um, you know, they're pretty good at implementing their one per customer rule. So they are, yeah, and yeah. And, and zero per customer occasionally, but <laughs> we won't we won't talk about that. <laughs> Uh, we'll see whether or not, uh, we'll see whether or not Brad edits that out of the podcast. We have we have reached the end of the show, um, so uh, it is about time to say thank you for joining me, um, Bill. It's been a pleasure as always. It's, it's, as it's, always, good sir. It's been a while, hasn't it? It has. It is always lovely to sit down and shoot the shit with you about Transformers. Absolutely. Um, I quite enjoy it. Um, so yeah, thank thank you for joining me, and uh, no, thank you for having me. It's nice to have a nice quiet chat. Um, it is nice, isn't it? I wouldn't it mind is. a cup of tea right now. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, okay, cool. Let's let's end the show. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Off the Shelf is the voice of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. You can find our website at transformerscca.com. Uh, you'll find links to the podcast, the Facebook group, the YouTube channel, the Twitter account, and if we've come up with something else by the time this podcast goes out, that will be linked on the site as well. You know what? I'm actually going to pitch. I'm going to pitch Brad, uh, and I'm pitching him right now as he's listening to this, as he's editing. I'm uh, going to pitch Brad the idea of having a TCCA Instagram account. Oh my god, Instagram! Mm-hmm. How good would that be? 
That'll be awesome. Okay, oh, look, it, look, it could be pretty good. We need, we would need to obviously get permission. <laughs> Hashtag Jetfire. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's actually a really good idea. I should just get lots of photos of Jetfire. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think if if members would be happy for TCCA to post their photographs on Instagram, then mm. you know, um, I think it, I think it would be nice. Um, I, I so. think I think that's the good thing. I mean, TCCA does have a good group of people. So I mean, then again. I mean, you're putting it out there for the internet to see, so really, if you don't yeah. want people using your photo, don't post it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, look, there, there's, a, there's a lot of very talented, uh, very talented guys putting together their photographs of their, their figures, and uh, I think we actually didn't really go through post of the week this week, but um, there's been someone who's been putting together some very, very intensely processed photographs of... Um, uh, Masterpiece Ultra Magnus and Sideswipe and Metroplex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his scenes have been set on like an alien world during a during an attack and, and a snowstorm and stuff like that. And, oh, okay. Um, the effort that he's put into on those photos, and I'm really sorry that I can't remember his name. I kind of want to say that it was Jack New, but I don't think it was Jack. I think it was one of his mates. Um Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm stalling well, because I'm slowly clicking through. What I'll do is I'll start reading the back of the Blue Yeti box while you search. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, anyway, look, that kind of stuff, it would be awesome to put up on Instagram if we can. Okay, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, um, that's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back with another another episode of Off the Shelf next week. And, uh, yeah. Um, that's Jason. Yeah, I'm Jason. <laughs> yeah, I'm Bill. All right. Goodbye. Thank you for downloading this latest episode of Off the Shelf, the voice of the Transformers Collectors Club Australia. For further information, check out Facebook, where we have our Off the Shelf page, hit like, or even check out the Transformers Collectors Club Facebook group. Any and all feedback is more than welcome. Um, You can send email to transformerscca at gmail.com or head on over to iTunes and leave us a review there. Also, Podbean have a review section where you can rate us and that way we get out to more people. Till all are one.